Welcome to the Ethically Loved Podcast, where we empower women to live an honest life through self-love and ethical fashion. We are your hosts, Sarah Galbraith and Ivy Nelson. Everybody, welcome to our Ethically Loved podcast. We're just so excited to have you here in our first episode. I know Ivy's stoked over there. Yes, I am so excited. So, really, I mean, you might know us, you might not know us, but we figured that, hey, why don't we start out just telling you our story? We're just going to tell you all the gory details (laughs) of how we came here because. It's not every day that you just wake up and you're like, oh, I'm going to shop ethically. It definitely evolves. So I want to know, Ivy, Mm -hmm. I really want to know your story and how you came into this ethically loved world. Yes. So my story is really twofold. It centers around two main themes. The first one is around self-love and self-worth, and the second one is around social justice. So my whole life, I feel like for as long as I can remember, I struggled with self-esteem and body image and self-worth issues, as I'm sure many of you have, at least at some point. And Um, after I had the birth of my second child and my body drastically changed, I feel like all of those old triggers came back up for me and I had to rediscover a lot of those, um, just self-love pieces and whether or not I loved my body and the skin I was in and all of that. Um, so then That is a little background on that part. And then the social justice piece, I have a sociology background. I've always been interested in social justice and in studying other cultures and um, our world history and taking part in global citizenship, and especially in particular women's rights. And so um, I was introduced to an ethical fashion company that really opened my eyes to the whole ethical fashion world. And I discovered that ethical fashion does a great job of blending self-worth and self-esteem and social justice. And so here I am. Um, Through that, too, I was able to find a community of like-minded women who are working together for a common goal. And I have been lucky enough to work for a fashion company throughout this journey. And because I was working for a fashion company, I felt like I should probably start trying out some of these fashion trends. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right? Like, if I'm going to be promoting this, I should probably really start wearing it, uh, which was great because I began to explore my style and clothing and my body and how I felt um, and really exploring my self-worth. And um, Sarah, I know you speak to this a lot about just knowing that you can wear something. And 
uh, it was really great to be able to explore that in a really safe way. And I had a community of women of all different shapes and sizes and backgrounds and lifestyles who were also exploring that with me. And we were using a lot of the same clothes to do it, which was really, really cool. And so through that, we began redefining body image and fashion. And I really have a passion in particular for ethical fashion because all of the pieces are things that I feel really, really good in and really, really good about. So that's why I'm here. I... I love this. Um, there's so many points that I just, I want to speak to you about. Just, I love the fact that, um, what I've noticed in the ethical fashion community is like-minded women supporting and wrapping their arms around each other. And not Mm -hmm. that this is the truth for all regular, you know, fashion communities, but I always felt like, for me, um, and I, when I share my story, maybe I'll touch on this, but I always felt like just regular, you know, I always felt like fashion was a competition. So like mm-hmm. when I see the express ads, when I see all these things, it's like, who's the prettiest, thinnest? like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it wasn't us, you know, wrapping our arms around each other when I've noticed with ethical fashion, it's just like pure love. Like it's just really different than mainstream. And the fact that you're speaking to that and sharing about that, it's just, it's really neat because it's just different. It really is. I feel like this whole the rabbit hole we fell down is just yes. different, <laughs> awesome, and everybody needs to fall down this rabbit hole. And I love your story because, again, I'm sure that there are many women listening to this podcast that also relate to that mom piece. Mm-hmm. So definitely. And I think, wait, didn't you tell me at one point you wanted to be a fashion designer too in there? Yes, I did. Way back in my teens, I had wanted to be a fashion designer someday. I had all kinds of drawings and designs. And I felt similar to you, though, that um, who was I to break into the fashion world? And I feel like that you're right. The ethical fashion world is just so different and it is so much easier, I guess, to break into for lack of better words. Um, there, it feels like there is a place at the table for everybody and that um, it is such a global movement that there's really a call for everybody to take that seat at the table. So I really love that. Yeah. I mean, I just love that we're all different shapes and sizes doing this too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, and we're definitely going to cover this in future episodes. Um, but I mean, I really get tired of seeing the same, like, you know, being a model, you have to be like, I don't know what the model standard sizes are these days, but you have to be what five eleven and a double zero. I don't know, but it's absolutely ridiculous because that's just not normal. I mean, there are, yeah, all sizes and all shapes and pregnant women and not. And I mean, like we're all over the board here and you just have to love that. And and I see that a lot in ethical um, marketing too. Like it's all, it's real women and it's, it's, it's all out there for us. So that is beautiful. I'm so thankful you shared that with all of our listeners here because I think your story is so powerful and your story is, is why we're here. Thank you. 
Now I want to hear your story. Yeah, I'm happy to share um, because I'm the other half, right? <laughs> half and half. half exactly. And half. <laughs> um, it's very similar to yours, except different. I love saying that <laughs> because mine had a lot to do with self-love and self-worth. Um, same aspect, just having issues probably in my teen and 20s. Um, just with food and body image and all those things that a lot of young girls have and really working through that body image piece to then being able to figure out how I felt about myself, but then having a kid really and Figuring out, you know, <laughs> like this is real. Like figuring out, like what do I do with my new saggy boobs? Like, <laughs> yes. I have to throw that one out there because it's so real. I know. Like, it it is so it real. It needs to be talked about. Like, how, how do I feel about my new saggy boobs? Honestly, <laughs> I had such emotional issues with my boobs. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can relate. Yeah, for sure. I really, I had some issues. Um, Gosh, that was seven years ago because my oldest is seven. I'm good now, though. I'm good. But I went through that journey of self-love and self-worth and doesn't, I mean, figuring out like I, I actually, I was like, I want breast implants and that's where I was at. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're a woman that wants that, like we're not here to judge you. But I was trying to figure out what was I going to do about this? Like, <laughs> was it fixable? Mm-hmm. And I think it wasn't that I needed to fix it. It's like I needed to feel comfortable again in my own skin. And my solve for it was a really good push-up bra, like a really good push-up bra. And to this day, I love push-up bras, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it, that was for me, self-love, self-worth, getting, um, having a new body, being a mom, and then my other piece is was the environment for me. Um, I have always been kind of um, that person that really cares about the environment and wanting to make a difference and wanting to make a change. I can always remember that. And when I was about 19, my dad passed away from ALS and it really kind of triggered me to be like, well, what, why? Like why this isn't a genetic disease? Like is it, was it something in the environment? And then I just started doing a lot of research and becoming really aware of my surroundings. And then fast forward to being 29, um, I partnered with a an ethical and sustainable wellness company um, that's climate neutral because they really make a difference on our planet and their products. And I was really passionate about that. Still am. I'm partnered with them today, just like mm-hmm. you're with your ethical fashion company. And just really passionate about how can we make an impact on our environment to make it last longer. And with that, I just kind of fell into that rabbit hole of fashion because I was like so aware of what I was cleaning my house with. I was so aware of the chemicals I was putting in my in my body, um, what I was eating, but I never really gave a second thought to do the clothes I wear affect the environment? Do the clothes I wear affect my health? Which is a kind of an out there thought for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, our clothes. So really when I started thinking about that and through several of my close friends, including you, Ivy, I got down that rabbit hole of ethical fashion because I'm like, what am I wearing and who made it? 
because I, I remember hearing, I'm sure I'd hear the same. I remember hearing the whole sweatshop, sweatshop, sweatshop in my 20s, like how it's bad, but not making the connection and just not doing the math. So because of those pieces, I just put them together. And I actually have always been that fashionista girl. I've always been obsessed with fashion and clothes and and buying, you know, pretty things to wear that it just all pieced together and it just made this impact in my life that I wasn't expecting. Like I just didn't know. Like if you would have told me like 10 years ago, like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna have your own podcast about self-love and ethical fashion, I would have been like, yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Um, I am the girl that like does these huge shopping sprees and gets these mega deals and have self-image issues. And there's nothing wrong with that. That was just, you know, that time in my life. So now like looking back, it's kind of like, huh, that is insane to know that this snowball effect of self-love, self-worth, caring about the environment, going through certain things in my life has led us here to wanting it to make an impact on you guys, our listeners in the world for self-love and ethical fashion. And I love that you touched on the environmental piece. We'll get into that in future episodes when we talk about what ethical fashion is. But I think that um, it's easy to think of fashion and body. That's not that far of a leap, but I love that you bring up that um, how it's made, not only who made it, but literally the actual materials matter for your health and for our environment and all of that. And so I yeah, love I that definitely, point. definitely think it's, it's at the end of what we think about, which isn't a bad thing. It just is. We do the first correlation. And for me, mm-hmm. I was such an environmental like guru and I'm not perfect by any means. I mean, we do the best we can in this house to make our greater impact on the earth, but, um, definitely like what is on my body? (laughs) Like what's going on here? I don't even know. And I love that our stories are, are similar and different at the same time. I love that we can connect and I'm sure that we're connecting with so many women out there with this self-love piece, because you know, you often, you, you look at a woman and you think she's perfect. She's got it all together but she might have the same self-image, self-worth issues that you do. You know, we all go through it and we mm-hmm. all come out on the other side figuring it out. Like, okay, it's go time. Exactly. And that's really what we want to bring to all of you is that opportunity to see yourself in other people's stories and to know that we have so many things that connect us and so many things that are similar compared to the things that we think are different about each other. And so um, that's our goal is to just create this community of women who know that they're not alone and who know that we can all work together to make that difference in our own lives and in our own self-worth and self-love and then also in the lives of the people who are making our I clothes. I absolutely love that. So I really think this is a really good point to come to our ending and ask you our question that we'll be asking at the end of our podcast, which is Ivy. I'm just going to I'm going to put it out there right now. What is your self-love tip? Okay. 
What's your self-love tip for today? My self-love tip for today is to start to notice yourself. So when you are getting ready in the morning or anytime that you pass a mirror, start to really look at yourself and notice who you are and take delight in that. Just appreciate your facial features and appreciate your body however it looks. And um, I think that noticing yourself is the first step to saying that you're worth it. And it's the first step toward loving yourself. That's really powerful. I really love that one, Ivy. Thank you. What about you? What is your self-love tip for today? (laughs) Ivy, throwing me under the bus. No. (laughs) No, I, you totally can very simple. Go take a hot bubble bath, please. Like, like this is the one of the most underused oh, yes. self-love, self-care tips. Um, I stopped taking baths for years because I just gave a lot of excuses. Like, I don't have time. My kids need me. Uh, the tub's not big enough. Blah, blah, blah. But when I started taking hot baths again, I just felt like amazing about my body and how it felt. Cause I mean, it's so soothing for your body. Put some Epsom salts in there, have a glass of wine, shut and lock the door. I don't kids. If you're, I don't care if your kids are going to pee on the carpet while you're in there. yourself. Okay. It's going to <laughs> change you do it weekly. Awesome. Okay, everybody. That is all we have for today. Thank you for listening and Bye, we will everyone. see you on the next episode.